0: That was tough, ego-wise, emotionally, mentally, realizing maybe, hey, I I got my doctorate for something I wasn't even really gonna be practicing that much. I, I mean, those are tough things to deal with.
1: Do you ever feel like you're stuck in the rat race? Deep inside, you know that you're capable of so much more. You dream of breaking the chains of your nine to five and starting your own business, but how can you do it? That's the big question. This podcast is here to give you the answers. Join me for a behind-the-scenes view of the ups and downs as I build my online business from scratch. My name is Paxton Hare, and welcome to Escape 925. Today's guest is Chris Davis. Chris is a doctor of physical therapy, and he runs a CrossFit gym called Triforce CrossFit. Chris is easily the sexiest man I know. Hey, Chris. Welcome to the show. Hey, Paxton. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. I really appreciate you taking the time to get on. Yeah, of course. I'm really excited, actually. That's awesome. So, Chris, you run Triforce CrossFit, and it's a yeah, brick and mortar business. Now, just tell us a little bit about like how that got started and, and what got you into that.
0: Yeah, so um, I actually got into personal training probably, I guess, about 12 years ago now. Um, when I was doing personal training with people, um, just love fitness and, um, I was frustrated though, because when I was trying to work with people, um, and they had pain, the best advice that I had for them really was just to avoid whatever the thing was. So if they came out with knee pain, you know, I heard when they were squatting, we just wouldn't squat, but that doesn't really make sense. Right. Cause everybody has to get up and down off the toilet or climb the stairs or, you know, do, do these normal functional activities. So. Um, I ended up going to physical therapy school, kind of with the intention of bringing physical therapy to fitness. And um, once I graduated physical therapy school, I kind of forgot what I went for. (laughs) So um, just joined the corporate world, um, started working for a physical therapy outpatient company, um, who they were great. Um, Within the first year, they had me opening up my own clinic with their company, you know, fresh off the the streets and um it was crazy. Like um, you know, there was a lot of pressure to be performing at a really high level. And um, you know, it went from I wasn't seeing enough patients. And they told me, hey, like if you don't get your numbers up within, you know, the next few months, we're thinking about shutting your clinic down. To, you know, I really started like seeing an explosive growth. And um they're like you know, suddenly praising me and, you know, give me out of boys. But I, I realized that, like, as, as great as it felt to have done that, there was really nothing in it for me. Like, they, they hadn't helped me in any way other than, you know, I was using their name and their marketing materials. But, like, I really had built that clinic. And so it kind of got me thinking. And so, um, long story short... Uh, my wife and I decided to go ahead and pursue our dreams of opening um, a fitness facility together. she's a registered dietitian you know, i 'm the doctor of physical therapy she's um, yeah, she helps keep it, it running, and we work together to help people become more healthy, more fit, and
1: confident Now how long ago did you start Triforce?
0: Oh um, we're coming up on two and a half
1: years now, so I
0: when we moved down to Jacksonville or to St Augustine, actually um, we didn't know anybody. I had never like really successfully run my own business, but we moved down anyways and said this is a good place to try something completely brand new, so we did. um I started off as running little boot camps out in the park um realized that that sucked a lot because <laughs> it's always raining or mosquitoes or something, so we quickly decided it was time to go ahead and fork out the money to pay. Rent somewhere and we opened up shop. Yeah, it's been two and a half years.
1: Wow, and, and was that a, was that an easy two and a half years? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Um, <laughs> easy is certainly not the word I would use for small business ownership in the least. Um, it's been really, really difficult, um, but. At the same time, it's been really rewarding, you know, like, um, I think through this process, I've realized that more so than, um, being a physical therapist or more so than being a, even a gym owner, I've realized I love being an entrepreneur and, um, despite the difficulties that it holds, it's, um, really what I'm passionate about. So yeah, not, not easy, but, um, it's been fun.
1: Now, um, so when you first got started, obviously you have the problem of, uh, you've got this, this facility, you, uh, you have to pay rent, uh, but you need to get people in there to help you pay that rent. So, um, what, what is your, uh, your path look like to get from no one knows about me or like they just saw that we opened, you know, the, the business to how do you, how are you, you know, growing that business and getting people in the door?
0: Yeah, it's really been an evolution. Um, my my physical therapy clinic, um, when I worked for the other company, it was, um, very different marketing. It was go out and approach doctor's offices and ask for referrals and go mingle, you know, bring the office staff cookies, you know, whatever. And, uh, <laughs> that doesn't work for growing your gym business. So, um, I had to learn and adapt pretty quickly. And, uh, actually You, Paxton, were huge in that process. Um, You know, I'm sure you remember, but you helped us get going with starting some social media advertising and uh, started me down the path of looking into some like high level entrepreneurs and marketers that I still follow today. So um, I had no idea that it was going to require as much tech skill and marketing and sales as it does. Um, But yeah, it's it's crazy. So now we're heavily um, invested into social media advertising, doing some um, Google AdWords, that kind of thing. But um, as I think probably, probably all green entrepreneurs think that whenever they open their business, um, word of mouth will carry them a lot further than it does. So
1: build uh, it and they will come. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. That doesn't work at all.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, do you find that, um, I mean, obviously getting getting people in the door is, is a challenge. Do you find that once you get them in that they're hooked and that they stay for a long time? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's
0: what we shoot for is
1: like really high
0: uh, retention. And that makes sales a lot less stressful whenever you're not feeling like you're having to replace people every single week. Um, you know, our business in particular is, you know, it's not even... It's CrossFit by name, but in reality, it's just it's a people business. It's coaching and um, mentorship and helping people, like you know, realize what they need to be doing to be able to be healthy. And so, um, I think the my staff and the team that we have is really good at connecting with our members and helping everybody feel like it really is a family. I think a lot of people talk about their their business being a family, but Ours really is like, you know, we're going to our members weddings and baby showers and, you know, we're really intermingled in each other's lives, which can get messy at some points, but, um,
1: (laughs) but it's way more rewarding, right?
0: Right. Absolutely. Um, you're actually getting to see the impact that you're having on people beyond like the the sales tactic is you're going to lose weight. Um, you know, that's what people come in for is like. Hey, I want to look good in a bathing suit by summer. We live in Florida; they want to be on the beach. Um, but what really happens is, like, we get into each other's lives, and um, those lives are changed forever. So it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, you know, I've heard you know the the importance of building a strong community, and and when you do that, you know, it, it's a lot harder for me if, if I'm your customer, but I feel like I'm part of your family now. It's a lot harder for me to walk away from that than it is if like you're just some you know faceless corporation giving me a service now like you, you're part of my identity i need to come to you
0: yeah 100 percent. i think that that's really the only way that small businesses can go up against larger corporations is by being that face to face contact and by um creating that brand loyalty um again like we use crossfit kind of as our vehicle but i don't want my members necessarily just to be loyal to CrossFit. I want them to be loyal to Triforce and to my coaches and to me and my family. I want it to be, um, yeah, that that tribe feel where you you can't really leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so you you've mentioned the word family a lot. Um, I know that you you know you're obviously you're married. Your wife is helping you run the business, and I know you have some children. Um, tell me how it's been to like juggle your you know, your family life with running this business?
0: Hmm. Um, It's hard, but at the same time, like, um, again, I think it's maybe just different than expectations. So when I was working at my physical therapy clinic, um, I was putting a lot of hours, um, but those hours were concentrated. Like I was gone, you know, from, seven to six or whatever every day. And so I didn't have a chance to come home and see my kids. Now my hours might be a little bit different. You know, maybe uh, I'm getting up and I'm going to coach the 5.30 class or getting up there to do some personal training, whatever, Um, 5.30 AM. You know, I'm coming home, leaving the gym at night at nine o'clock maybe, but I've got to come home. Maybe I've got to drop the kids off. I've got to pick them up from school. I've got to spend some time together throughout the day. So, um, that's been cool. And then The other really fun part is that I've got um, Amos, a five, five and a half. He's almost six next week, actually. Um, Five-year-old boy, and then Ezra, who's four and a half. So um, they're just at a really fun age where they really enjoy coming in and hanging out with us at the gym. They make obstacle courses. They do some workouts with us. And, um, you know, when I asked Amos, you know, what he wants to be when he grows up, He's like, well, can I have two jobs. I'm like, sure, you know, everybody <laughs> wants two jobs, right? Yeah, of um, course. He's like, well, first I want to work at Publix. Um, I'm like, okay, cool, like great place to work. Uh, he's like, then second, I want to do your job. I want to own the gym. I'm like, okay, great. You know, like I think that that's a a good way to diversify your income a little bit. Um, so <laughs> it's uh, it's just it's cool, man. Getting to see like, you know, hey, maybe maybe my boys grow up. Um interested in helping people and interested in being healthy and fit themselves. So, um, while, yeah, it's not a consistent dad's going to be home for dinner every night. Um, we get to hang out throughout the day. I get to see them. I get to do some things maybe that I couldn't do if I was working a normal job.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I get that completely. I mean, I'm, you know, working from home now going on 10 or 11, 10 years, I guess. And, um, in doing so, right. I've been around for my kids, but, you know I still have to go and and get work done and like disappear in the office or you know head down in a computer, but there are moments you know like breaks in between where I get to spend time with them, and I think that's been I wouldn't trade that for anything because being gone all day is just no fun. It's just like you don't know your kids that's- right exactly
0: yeah it's um they can't they can't lean on consistency, but um at the same time, there's a good chance that you're gonna be able to make it out for their you know school school show or you know whatever so that's
1: i don't know i think that's pretty cool now you're uh, at at your gym location you have like a kids play area right
0: yeah yeah (laughs) we've um from kind of day one we've well i mean honestly selfishly because we've had (laughs) we have kids we wanted the gym to be a place that people could bring their kids and um hang out while they're working out um and my favorite videos or texts to get from my members is uh, a text of their kid working out with them at home or you know, just imitating them from what they've seen them doing at the gym. So um, yeah, it's cool to have a little kid space because the kids are able to come and um, while they're not actually doing the class with their parents, it certainly is having an effect on them.
1: Yeah, oh, and they get to see their parents living a healthy lifestyle, which... You know that that's important in itself if you just went to the gym and disappeared every day and they never saw what was happening you know, i don't know if they would fully appreciate it and this at least gives them something to to model 100 percent. yeah so um you know we're, we've talked about your, your um you know the, the family aspect of this thing um let, let's jump over to the crossfit for a minute because I, I just want to touch on that because you know crossfit is uh it's it's a very polarizing topic at least from my perspective right like um you either love crossfit or like maybe you're like whoa i've heard of some crazy things about crossfit um yeah you know what what's your take on that like i mean obviously you're familiar with both sides of that sure
0: um yeah
1: the the first piece of content that
0: i ever wrote um in preparation for opening up the gym is uh is called why i hate crossfit um, anyway, if you ever get a chance you should you should check it out but um, Man, going through physical therapy school and being like a traditional strength and conditioning coach, athlete, I had a very low opinion of CrossFit, honestly. Um, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> when, we were in, when we were in physical therapy school, one of our favorite activities was just ragging on the people that did CrossFit because, honestly, you just see some, some crazy, stupid dangerous stuff happening but then you know the more that I kind of looked into things I realized you know that's that's really more so about the coach and the athlete and the program that they're they're doing so like I think giving CrossFit this umbrella of stupidity is kind of it was um I was being too general with my assumptions so got to look into things a little bit more and realize hey like this is this can be a really effective tool now Mm -hmm. um yeah it's i i tell people that crossfit can be for anyone but it's not for everyone um some people just don't like it and that's i'm i'm okay with that right um but we were we take a little bit of a different approach, you know, with me being a physical therapist, I have another PT on staff there as well. And, um, a huge focus on nutrition. Like we attract, we attract a lot of beginners to CrossFit and because of that we can kind of shape CrossFit can kind of be what we want it to be, which is cool. Um, we're just using it to help people, like I said, be more healthy, fit, and confident. So, um, our folks aren't necessarily interested in, you know, breaking world records or going to the CrossFit games, they're more interested in, you know, being there for their kids and being a good example for them or, you know, looking sexy for their, their spouse, you know, the, the real life stuff um, that I think
1: 90%
0: of us can relate to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you mentioned, you know, we, we've, we've known each other for a while and I've, I've actually come to, your classes back in the beginning. Um, yeah. and, um that it's was changed a lot back.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sure it has. Yeah. You know, and, and when I not know what I was
1: doing back then. Oh, that's
0: funny.
1: <laughs> well, you know, having come to your classes, I can say that, you know, I was I was apprehensive just because it's CrossFit. But then I'm like, well, I'm so out of shape. I gotta do something. Right. So I, I went in there and um, you know, it was refreshing that you are, you know, like you said, doctor physical therapy. So you were completely like Helpful with things like, okay, well, we got to get your form down before you can do anything crazy. You know, we're not here to make you like, you know, shred your muscles until they, you know, rip from your bones and like vomit on the floor. That wasn't the (laughs) intent, right? You're like, hey, you know, all these other guys, yeah, don't worry about that dude over there that's lifting gigantic barbells or he's been doing this for a long time. You just need to get your form right. Here's a a small piece of PVC plastic that, (laughs) you know, a mouse can pick up. You need to do squats with that until you get it right. And I think that was. It was awesome because it really, you know, showed that you aren't, you know, you care and you you want people to do it right. So that was that to me was was awesome to see.
0: Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, it's. I think that's probably the one of the main things about CrossFit that people don't understand is how scalable it is. Like, it, you know, CrossFit. One of CrossFit's main tenets is that it's infinitely scalable, so you can have you know, you could take something as simple as a squat and you could scale all the way down just to, you know, if you're training a, a 95 year old, um, grandfather who just had a stroke, those squats can just be knee bends while he's holding on to his walker. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're training the elite athlete, those could be, um, you know, single leg squats where, um, the athlete is loaded down and, you know, doing the kind of the more crazy stuff. So, Right. it's cool actually one of the things that we had just implemented at the beginning of this year i'm i'm a a closet gamer and uh this uh this program called level method is a program that gyms can implement and basically what it does is it gamifies um, working out so um you do these different fitness tests and um when you get done with the, the test, you end up with a, a rank, um, kind of like a karate school, something like that. Mm-hmm. And once you get done with that, then like your workouts are based off of your ranking or your ability. So even more so, we've like made it more scientific. So that way, when you come in, you're going to be doing workouts specifically based off of
1: your ability. So it's pretty fun. That's awesome. Now, um, I noticed one thing, like when I, when I did come to your school in the beginning, and And, having known you for a while, and you know we talked about entrepreneurial stuff together, I noticed that one of your biggest problems in early days was um you just having to be in the gym all the time because you didn't have a, a you know a, a good staff there to help alleviate the workload. I'm assuming you, you've mentioned your staff several times, so I'm assuming you've since grown that out so you can take a little bit of a step back from the business and not be in there coaching all day long every day.
0: yeah, that's um. That's certainly been a process and um, it's had its ups and downs um, because I think at the beginning, you're the only one that knows how to do your business. Mm -hmm. Mostly because, well, I can only speak from my experience, like that's prideful. I'm like, Hey, I'm, I'm the best one at coaching. I'm the, um, you know, I'm the best one to do the sales. I'm the best one to post on social media. And then, like, when I I took a step back and realized how slow my growth was, I realized, man, like, I'm probably not the best at any of these things. Um, I'm the best Triforce CrossFit gym owner, and that's what I need to be doing. So um, being able to finally hire some really amazing coaches and um, hire another another staff physical therapist to to, um, take care of that. Offloading a lot of the day-to-day has been really huge, um, and part of that is um, realizing that, like, you really, really can be the limiting factor in your business if you don't decide to start delegating. So,
1: yeah, and then I've he- I've heard other people say the same exact thing, which is, oh, well, you know, I'm the best at th- that such and such task, and I'm the best at such and such task, and even if you are the best at such and such task. The fact that you were so overwhelmed and so tired and so busy, um, it's I've heard it said it's better to hire someone else to do it at eighty percent of what you can do than for you not to even get to it at all.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. When you start losing members because like you're burning what's the saying? Burning the candle on both ends, yep. burning the candle, whatever. You know, you do. You you're not you're not as sharp as you used to be. And um yeah, it's it's amazing how quickly things kind of started taking off because I was able to do things like start reading books or take courses on cook funnels or, you know, to do things to actually make myself a better entrepreneur rather than limp through and try to force a smile because people can tell, um, yeah. you know, people might be willing to support you for a while because they like you or they like the business, but at some point, Especially, you know, we're a a higher end service, and we're asking people to pay quite a bit of money every month. Um, they expect a good product, and you know, luckily, I was able to finally come to the realization that I'm not the best one to deliver that product every day.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing you a couple times and thinking, "Man, he needs to take a nap." That guy the guy looks really tired. <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate that. I'm sure I did. <laughs> Right. So we're we're obviously talking right now in the middle of this COVID outbreak and it's, it's affecting all of us. Um, you have a brick and mortar business. It's, I'm sure, I mean, obviously forced to close down. Um, how are you dealing with that? Like, how are you trying to, you know, keep earning money so you can pay your rent?
0: Oh man, it's tough. Um, you know, I think that uh, it's sad because I've watched a lot of um, my friends that are gym owners Say hey, this is the thing that just went ahead and um, you know tipped me over the edge. I'm closing down for good. Um, we're certainly not those people. You know, we're not ready to to throw in the towel. So um, we we did a very quick and heavy pivot to online training. And again, um, you know, I, I don't think I've I've said this yet, but mentorship is. Easily the best investment that you can make um, for yourself as uh, a business owner. Um, and somebody that is specifically knows your business. Um, so one of the one of the gym owners um, mentor groups I'm a part of, they they saw this thing kind of coming a little bit. Um, they've got gyms in China that were shutting down first. And so they were prepared and they had a course ready. To roll out for everybody on kind of some best practices um, on how to shift your business online, and so that's what we've done. We've moved to doing Zoom classes. We do three CrossFit classes every day, a yoga class every day, um, and it obviously, you know, a lot of our members want to be back at the gym. I want to be back at the gym, but for now, this is helping them. Like just think about how it would be so easy to spend six weeks out of the gym, out of your normal routine, stuck at home with your kids, sitting by your refrigerator all day to come back to the gym putting on 30, 40 pounds. Um, but a lot of people are saying that they're actually feeling like they're gonna be more fit whenever this thing gets done with. Um, just because like really what we've done, yeah, the Zoom classes are are great. Um, the workouts that we're giving people are awesome, but more so like I've asked my coaches to bump up the accountability and the touch yep. points with everybody. And that's been huge. Like they're just a personal connection. People still feeling like, Hey, there's somebody that cares about me and they care about my health and they want me to to come out of this doing well. So
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That, that would be huge. I mean, I, I've got, um, a set of those hanging, uh, wooden rings, like gymnast rings in my garage yeah. so, so I can do some stuff on that. And, uh, you know, I, I hit it every couple of days, but I'm not, being a, you know, no one's holding me accountable, right? So I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know my, you know, I'm a little tired today. I might not do that. But I think if, yeah, if I had someone holding me accountable, whether, you know, it's virtual or not, I mean, it, it would be uh, obviously a benefit. And that way I don't have to gain the 30 pounds of uh, the COVID 30 or whatever we're going to call it after, after everyone's That's done Yeah. Let me,
0: let me send you my link whenever we get off the the podcast packs and we'll get you signed up.
1: All right. Yeah. Get get me back in shape because now, you know, so along those lines, you know, okay, we're doing, you're doing zoom workouts. Um, not everyone has the equipment, right? So I'm assuming you're having to tailor these workouts to be more like body weight style fitness. Is that right?
0: Yeah. So again, that's kind of the, the cool thing about this compared to, you know, the workouts, like you can go online and you can find free workouts or $20 a month workouts or whatever, but the workouts are tailored to each specific person. So my coaches know what equipment everybody has. Um, and so whenever the workout comes up, they're saying, hey, I know that you had that 35 pound kettlebell, let's, let's use that today. Or you've got the, that set of wooden rings, awesome. Let's really work on our pull-up strength today. So people are getting um, customized workouts based off of what they have at home and then they're getting feedback based off of how they do on the workout. So um, yeah, it's this is certainly a different animal than come and use my equipment you know, we have a perfectly laid game plan for you today. It's it's a lot of adjusting on the fly and seeing how people react. And um, I don't know, it's it's um, not, <laughs> not easy. And it's not necessarily what I signed up for. But it like I said, it's cool to see how well people are doing with
1: it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's great what you're doing. And I mean, not only is it, you know, obviously, it's self-serving, you need to keep the lights on and be able to pay the rent. But you're still helping people, and I think during a time like this, when everyone's so isolated, just that extra bit of connection is is a positive. And so, you know, it's actually probably doing more good for others than it is for you. I hope so. Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> that's always our goal. Is you know, we want to um, give people ten times the value of what they pay. You know, so we want to really be that positive impact on people's lives and on their health. Um, you know, unfortunately. Sometimes I get the the messages from old clients like, Hey, Chris, you know, I'm, I'm not doing very well. Like I, I, I was just talking with a, a guy the other day, um, came and did personal training with me, did great. And then fell off. Um, he's like, yeah, I've, I've put on some weight. I have diabetes now. I'm like, Dude, come on, man. Like let's get back to it. Let's focus on you again. And, um, you know, do whatever it takes. Like we're, that's, that's been our motto. That was our motto for 2019. 2020 has kind of lost the motto. I don't know, (laughs) know (laughs) but um, whatever it takes is kind of um, what we did last year. So it is, um, yeah, we want to be, we want to make sure that we're helping people beyond way beyond what they, they feel like they're having to pay for. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and, just what you just said there is amazing because if I go to a, a traditional gym, no one gives a shit if I, uh, if I don't come in or, I mean, it, you know, no one's calling me to say, dude, you got to get back in here. We are concerned about your health. Like no one's doing that. So the fact that you can personalize it to that level is just amazing to me. And you know that, so kudos, that's awesome. Cool. Thanks. So I want to ask, um you know, what, along this journey that you've been on, right. What, what's been like the hardest the hardest part of the whole thing.
0: Mm. Um, I don't know that I could can narrow it down to one. I mean, one of the things we, we kind of already mentioned was, you know, re- that realization that I'm not that great. <laughs> um, you know, I think you, I think you go into opening a business, um, well, I did as a technician, right? So I'm sure probably a lot of your listeners are familiar with um, Gerber's email. Yep. And, um, you know, I went in to help coach people or to help be a physical therapist. And then realizing that shift that that wasn't actually my calling or that's not even what I should be doing, um, that was tough ego wise, um, emotionally, mentally, realizing maybe, hey, I, I got my doctorate for something I wasn't even really going to be practicing that much. I mean, those are tough things to deal with. So um, I'd say that's been tough. Um, One of the other hardest things is I guess the feeling of um, like always, always living on the brink. Um, You know, there's, there's some very hard numbers that you have to be able to produce every single week, every single day, every single month to be able to pay the bills, to be able to pay your staff. Um so the the pressure of hey, you know, we need we need five new people this month. Like you better Chris, you better buckle down and and get on Facebook, make those ads, you know, talk to the leads, get people in, like keep everybody that's currently a member. That's a lot of a lot of pressure to know that. Um, you have to be performing in all these different places. So, um, yeah, I think that those are probably been the two biggest struggles or biggest, most, most difficult things for me so far.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> that was pretty heavy. So I want to lighten it a little bit because, um, I've seen some of your ads, right? Like I'm, I'm, I live <laughs> what, like less than a mile from your house and, yeah. um, I I've seen you in a gorilla suit in front of your yes. business promoting it. Now, not only is that just incredibly awesome, but okay. So do you own, do you own that gorilla suit or was that a rental?
0: So I bought it, um, thinking I was going to return it. And I just can't bring myself to return it because I just never know. No, no person ever knows when they might need another gorilla suit again. So (laughs) it's sitting in my garage just waiting for the right opportunity.
1: Okay. So, uh, this is where I'm going to confess that I own some crazy stuff too. Um, I actually own... A straight jacket. Okay. So if you <laughs> ever need a straight jacket, I'm your man. And if you okay. never need someone that looks a little crazy because I haven't shaven or I, I mean, I haven't, you know, cut my hair in a while, I look a little crazy. So I'm happy to be in a straight jacket. And, you know, oh
0: man, that would be great. We got to come up with some good copy for that. For that ad. That'd be awesome. awesome. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> that's great. So, so, um, I'm going to go ahead and, and ask you the the big uh, zinger question that I ask every guest who's been on the show, which is, uh, "What question am I not asking you that I should be asking you?"
0: Yeah, that's a great question um, because I I love coming up with my own questions, so that's why it's a good question. Uh, <laughs> um, so, what question you should ask me is uh, if I could do it all over again, would I? Right.
1: That's, that's a great question. Yeah.
0: A question that people want to know like you know if if you're in this audience and you know you're considering, hey, do I make the jump and, and start my own thing am I should I leave my the, the safety of my corporate parachute or not? a hundred percent, man like if you've got some some guts, if you've got some nerves of steel, um you're okay with some emotional roller coaster times um hundred percent i would do it again um and obviously i've learned things and some things would change along the way but um i wouldn't trade this past two and a half years for anything um, i've got the opportunity to meet people that i never would have met and, and be involved in their lives my wife and i have worked together in ways that we wouldn't have been able to do and um just getting to see her passion and her creativity, and helping people with their nutrition, um, the the flexibility that it's given me, like we talked about earlier, with hanging out with my boys and getting to do some fun things with them and see them grow up in kind of a different way. Um, yeah, I'm I'm super stoked. Now, <laughs> you know, things were going a lot better before this virus came, so if we can go ahead and accelerate that process, that would be awesome. <laughs> You know, nobody's immune to that. So I think that that's like one of the scares for people is, hey, what if something crazy happens? Um, you know, wouldn't it be better for me to be able to have a fallback?
1: Yeah, but what would it? Because let's just imagine you were still working in that physical therapy role where you're running that that clinic or whatever. I mean, if, if this had happened and you were still there, they might just have to shut that thing down and just kick you to the curb, you know? That's it, man. Like... <laughs> Nobody is
0: safe. No. So it, I, like, I like the chances of me being able to create something and, and pivot my business a lot more than being subject to what, you know, the the C-suite says about my ability to stay and work. So.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah, you are in full control. And if you sink or swim, it's because of whether or not you tried your best versus if someone just, yeah, flips a coin and says, yeah, Chris is, Chris is done. Get out of here.
0: Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, if, you know, I have to turn the lights off and pack up my toys and go home, like worst case scenario, I tried and I'm going to do it again. Like I'll come up with something else. Um, We'll do something else and we'll give it another go. Like there's, there's no, I think what most entrepreneurs would say that have tasted some success they would say there's no way that I could go back. Mm-hmm. There's just nothing that I could do that would be as fulfilling as being able to create and um, write out my own journey. Um, and that's, I think that's the difference maybe as um, seeing this as a journey now, my work, my career as a journey, not as, I don't know, it can be easy to for it to feel like, Just something you have to go and do every day versus like, I'm excited when I wake up because I'm going to get to go hang out with some of my favorite people and I'm going to be able to to read and learn and and grow myself so that way I can help these people grow more. Mm -hmm. And um, just enjoying that, like even on the months that we've been in the red, like that's still been enjoyable going back and looking at it and realizing all the things that we learned and all the things that we were able to accomplish. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, I, I couldn't agree more. I don't have the business to, to stand behind to say those things, but just <laughs> watching your growth, I'd say that, yeah, I, I can not agree more. And, you know, I, I personally want that where I can say, yeah, this is my thing. And, you know, it's, it falls on me and I'm getting those, those rewards from it versus, um, you know, I'm making money for someone else. So,
0: well, that's, that's what I would say, Paxton, as you've been, um, for everybody listening, Paxton really, I mean, I, I don't know that we would still be here. I don't know that the business would have made it, you know, a year if it wasn't for Paxton helping get us going. So, I, you know, whatever, Paxton, whatever you end up doing, man, will be successful because you're, you're a caring person. You care about, you know, your, your customers, your people, your friends, and um, you do a heck of a job with everything
1: that you do. So I'm excited to see whatever you come up with. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I kind of view myself as for you. I'm, I'm your gateway drug to bigger and better marketing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> man, it was crazy. Like, you know, once, once kind of the, the man behind the the curtain was revealed, um, I was like, holy crap, there's a lot of stuff going on that I had no idea was real. Whenever Paxson, whenever you like, we're like, hey, yeah, I can, I can send your your Facebook ad just to the people in our neighborhood. I was like,
1: what? <laughs> 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 yeah. Man,
0: it was crazy,
1: but yeah. <laughs> well, Chris, uh, where can my listeners go to learn more about you?
0: Um, our website is currently under construction, redo, um, remake, because we've changed our avatar since we've opened up. Um, but eventually you can find us at www.triforcecrossfit.com. That's always a good place. Um, our social media, um, Facebook, we're really active on. Um, again, searching for Triforce CrossFit, um, Instagram. Um, if you have any questions, I'd love to help anybody. Like I said, we're doing remote coaching. So if you want one-on-one coaching with nutrition or uh, fitness training, um, or you want to jump into some Zoom classes, just you're, free to uh, send me an email at Chris at triforcecrossfit.com and we'd we'd
1: be glad to help yeah and that's awesome because they don't have to live in my my neighbor your our neighborhood right like they can be anywhere Literally
0: anywhere yeah. yeah
1: so I, I think a lot of people are probably thinking you know uh, is this a uh is this a le- legend of Zelda name and I know the answer is no can you explain what Triforce means
0: yeah um I don't know <laughs> um, <laughs> no yeah it's a little ode to, it's a little ode to Zelda it's a little ode um to um you know like we're christians and so um to like the trinity like we got that going on with the three triangles and everything and um but you know the initial thought was hey we're opening a crossfit gym we're gonna have physical therapy and nutrition we've got three things going on which by the way uh, we didn't really talk about it but trying to brand three separate businesses within one business is really hard so if anybody's thinking about doing that I don't know what this solution is, but it's tough. So anyways, we're, we're Triforce, which would be
1: like the CrossFit
0: that this will dare be.
1: Awesome. Well, yeah. Chris, thanks for being on the show, man. I super appreciate it. I mean, it, it's, it's been an amazing conversation um, and I really appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Yeah, Paxton. I've had a blast and maybe I'll start a
1: podcast with all my free time and we'll have you on soon. Awesome. Thanks. <laughs> all right, buddy. Awesome, right? Hey, do you know someone who would be a great fit to be on the podcast? If so, send me an email at paxton at escape925.online and let's get them on the show. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. See you next time.